I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. This is Amberly Lyons here, your chakra expert and your spiritual BFF. And ladies, I'm just on a mission to make the world more glamorous and grounded, one activated chakra at a time. And thanks for joining me in this mission. So today we have a really fun and lovely guest. I actually had a really good time on this episode. His name is Dr. Dane here. He's the co-creator of Access Consciousness. He's the author of the best-selling book, Being You, Changing the World. He's a joy seeker, a reality bender and a worldwide speaker. I love a good, I love a good title like that. You know what I mean? Just claim it. Um, so yeah, we had a lot of fun with this episode. We talked about tapping into consciousness in your day-to-day life. And when things get tough, we talked about how to release old beliefs and patterns that don't belong to you, how to get into action. We feel like we're losing control and yeah, I mean, with everything going on today, we all want to be more conscious. We all want to be more connected to ourselves. So let's make it happen guys. Speaking of being more conscious, I mean, I took a couple weeks off the podcast. Sorry, guys, not for any reason other than my assistant quit. And I could have like, I don't know, I probably could have done it on my own, but it's this is a lot of work, guys, a lot of work. So we had to hire someone, bless her soul, super excited. And now we back. So I hope you missed me. Distance makes the heart grow fonder, but I do have a lot of amazing episodes teed up for y'all. And... I'm ready to like get more consistent on this bitch. You know it. And also I'm on a health kick these days. Anyone else with me on that? I've been counting calories. (laughs) Um, It works for me. Okay. And I actually have fun with it. It's like a game for me and it's all the name of just being healthier, eating more leafy greens, eating more like nutrients (laughs) and immune boosting foods. I've been really on that tip as well. But yeah, it's kind of become like a fun pastime for me. 
researching different foods that I can eat. And yeah, it's been really fun. So I encourage you guys do something for your health this week. And with that, let's get into our hot body themed chakra tip and chakra shout out of the week. So my chakra tip is a really delicious ice cream breakfast recipe. (laughs) So Shout out Bailey Brown Fitness. Please follow her on Instagram. I shout her out all the time. But she gave me this tip to make a... It's basically like making a smoothie, but you add frozen cauliflower to it, and it makes it like this beautiful whipped, creamy ice cream vibe. And you can eat it with a spoon. And it just... It's so nice. Like, it's so tasty. So I make one that's like... I think it's like three quarters or sorry, yeah, three quarters of a cup of cauliflower. I think she says to use half a cup. When I used half a cup, it was just really runny, but you can play around with the different things. I used a tiny bit of almond milk, like just add it as you go. And then I added a tablespoon of cacao, a tablespoon of peanut butter, and a little bit of protein powder. I don't love the taste of protein powder, but I wanted to try. I feel like it's good for the texture. I don't know. I'm going to try it next time without, but I had a vanilla vegan protein powder as well. So you blend it all together, dish it out, and it's delicious. And you can put fun toppings on it like coconut flakes or like crushed nuts or something like that. It's so good and I have it for breakfast and it's like having ice cream for breakfast. So go try it out and also check out Bailey Brown who is also our chakra shout out because she has these amazing workouts. Um, It's like a membership, it's called BB Fit and what's amazing is that they have five minute workouts, they have 20 minute workouts, they have 40 minute workouts, they have workouts that use like simple equipment like weights, which I mean, you could just use wine bottles. I've been actually using crystals as my weights. (laughs) I need to take a photo and actually show you guys. That's actually kind of hilarious. But then she also has a lot of workouts that don't require any equipment. And she also does some that require like you can use like a tea towel. So it's good for while you're at home and just like staying healthy, staying fit, keeping that tone going and yeah, you got to check her out. So her Instagram is at Bailey, B-R-W-N. So it's like brown without the O. So it's Bailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y, B-R-W-N. And if you just search up Bailey Brown, you can probably find her. And then her membership is called BB Fit, like just like B. B-F-I-T. So you can just Google it and find it. It's $14.99 a month and you get so many workouts. I'm starting to feel like I already have like told you guys all this before, but I don't care. I'm telling you again because it's changing my life and making me feel so good. Because that's the thing, when we're stuck at home, we're not getting, you know, enough exercise. So it's really good to like throw it in, get your energy up, get your sweat on and yeah, just feel good. Also, speaking of feeling good, We got to keep the chakras flowing, not just in our physical bodies, but have you taken the chakra quiz yet? I created a quiz for you guys. You go to quiz.chakragirlco.com and you can find out what chakra block is holding you back from your best life. And when you know what chakra block is holding you back, you can start to clear it and you can literally start to see results in your life within like a few days. Like this stuff works so fast 
It's wild. So go to quiz.chakralco.com. You're going to find out what chakra is blocked. And then if you want me to help you clear it, you have the option to buy one of my $37 chakra training courses for that specific chakra. So it has rituals, trainings, meditations, all kinds of magic to get you all cleared up. Or you can buy all of them for an insane discount. So first off, take the quiz, quiz quiz.chakragirlco.com and get started on your chakra journey. Or if you want to just dive right in and check out the courses, it's trainings.chakragirlco.com. All right. So our bodies are feeling better. Our chakras are feeling better. Let's get our consciousness feeling better with Dr. Dane here. Let's get into this episode. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. We're here today with Dane here. He is the co-creator of Access Consciousness, the author of best-selling book, Being You, Changing the World. He's a joy seeker, reality bender, and a worldwide speaker. And Access Consciousness is really about supporting us to create a world of consciousness and oneness where everything exists and nothing is judged. We're all here for that kind of life. So let's get ready to expand our possibilities. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Amber Lee. Great to be here. Yes. Let's dive in to our slumber party questions. What is your morning ritual? My morning? You, okay. There's part of that that I can't say on an interview. But... <laughs> We're, hey, we, we are full transparency here. No shame. <laughs> A few people probably got it, though. And if they didn't, then I don't want to tell them anyway. No. Um, when in isolation, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we'll use isolation as today's excuse. There's exactly. got to be a new excuse every day. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I wake up and I literally ask this question every day, universe, show me something beautiful and miraculous today. And then I usually go for a run. And uh, then I come back and I, you know, I'm a co-creator of a business that's in a lot of countries around the world. So then I just get on creating mm. whatever that looks like. Amazing. I wish I liked running. How, like, oh. how, how, can, how can we make ourselves like running? What's the, what's the mind hack around that? Well, let me give you, I, you know, there's a book called Born to Run. And uh, I had avoided it forever. People said for years, you need to read this book. I'm like, uh-uh. Finally, I got the audible version of it and I listened to it. And I mean, I liked running before that. But once I got into barefoot running, I was like, this is the stuff. My body loves it. But I see you're do one whatever of those. Your body oh my gosh, yeah. you're one of those. My, my husband and I always chuckle at people like you as we walk by. <laughs> so did I. I used to do the same thing. So now what I have shoes the... that are like this. Oh, you know, so are they like the shoes. toe shoes? Like the toe shoes that go I have the those, toe? and okay. then I have this this other brand of shoes that's actually got a, just a little bit more padding, and it seems to be the perfect balance. What is the weirdest thing you've stepped in? The weirdest thing I've stepped in. <laughs> Bare other fucked. people other people shit <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh oh you mean not metaphorically uh not metaphorically <laughs> but also that truly the weirdest thing i stepped in was something that was dropped from a tree and it was fuzzy and purple and green and red and the part where i stopped was step it had apparently i i molted or something and it was like it it was the strangest looking strangest smelling stuff I have ever been around and it was nice to have it on my feet and that's when you bought the shoes yeah exactly I'm like (laughs) I gotta do something different here I gotta be a little more practical here 
Yes. Okay. So what is your favorite book that you've ever read that you keep going back to? Uh, goodness. I haven't read a book in years. I find that or listen to. Writing. Oh, there you go. Let's go Born to Run. Uh, that's, okay. I'm there we go. Telling you. Double whammy. I think I need to get that. It's going on the list. Cool. Okay. What is a mantra that you live by? All of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. I mean, that's a magical one. I love it. Truly is. Truly. Okay. The next question, I think I know the answer to, but what is your isolation guilty pleasure? (laughs) In addition to the aforementioned guilty pleasure that has not yet been mentioned. Yes. uh, uh, Haagen-Dazs Dulce de Leche ice cream. Oh, Dulce de Leche. Okay, what is that the one? Is that the one with like cherries in it? No, that's the caramel one. Oh. It's got a light caramel base and caramel ribbon in it. Oh my goodness. Hedonist okay. galore. Okay, gotta order that in next. Mm-hmm. So I Delightful. can see your next Amazon order. Yeah. Born to run, yeah. Yeah. Dulce de Leche ice cream and some barefoot shoes. Yeah, and they cancel each other out, so it's perfect. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about you. Tell, tell us about your journey to consciousness and when you decided to turn that into your purpose and your life's work. Goodness. You know, it's interesting because when I was a little kid, um, I was living my life and then my dad uh, married this woman and she started taking us to church. And I was like, oh, even as a kid, I hated church. I hated Sunday school. I hated church. I hated all of it. And yet there was this trip that we went on um, with the Sunday school. And I was probably 12 years old at the time. And the people there, they said, look, if you want to, you can go out in the woods and ask Jesus into your heart to forgive your sins. And I was like, well, I already feel wrong for most of what I choose at 12 years old. Okay, if this is real, I'm going to do it. So I sat with my back against the tree, right? And I've got my Bible and I'm alone out there in the woods, my own little space. And I said, Jesus Um, I don't know if this is real and I don't know if you're real because I see so many people who say they follow you who want to kill each other. I really don't get it. But if you are, I would really like you to come into my heart and remove my sins. (laughs) And there was this energy that flowed through my body. And I was like, whoa, talk about a spiritual experience. It was like, it was a sense of being totally cared for, totally nurtured and all the wrongness, like literally melted out of my world. And I was like, wow. Well, I had that level of peace for about two years until I yelled the F word at somebody for something they'd done to somebody else. And I went into such judgment, I lost it. But during that two years, everything that would come up, I was literally like one of these people. And I didn't know this phrase at the time, but I, in my head, I would be like, give it up to Jesus, give it up to Jesus. Like this person did something mean, give it up to Jesus. And I walked around in a state of bliss for two years. And um, so this went away after the two years. And I sort of lamented the loss of it. And when I was in chiropractic school, I started um, hanging out with a group of people who went to spiritual meetings and that sort of stuff. And I loved it because it was this sense of exploring a different reality. And yet so much of my reality that I knew could change, it still wasn't changing. I was doing, um, you know, I was doing my quantum light breath meditations. I was using the purple light of St. Germain. I was using the sword of Archangel Michael to cut my ties to blah, 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 blah. And the fundamental quality of my life wasn't changing. Mm -hmm. Well, I got to a place 
uh, about 20 years ago um, where I was done. I had not been happy for the better part of three years. No matter what tool I tried, it seemed like it was an abysmal failure. I was going to weekend workshops thinking I found the answer for happiness. And by Wednesday of the next week, it felt like the universe caved into my head again. And I remember literally it was a Wednesday after one of these workshops 20 years ago where I said, universe, you got six months. Either my life truly changes or I'm killing myself and I don't care which it is. And I thought I was going to get to get out because I had made my demand and nothing else had changed it. And I had tried everything I could find. And um, a week later, I see an ad for this thing called Access Consciousness Bars. And um, it said, all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory, which, by the way, is why it's my favorite mantra, because it actually works. But so I saw this and I was so angry. I threw the paper away. The paper comes out once a week in Santa Barbara, where I was living at the time. Read this little ad, Access, all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. I got angry again. And then I remembered, I'd learned long before that, if you love it or hate it, there's something there for you. So mm -hmm. I called the person who put the ad in the paper and I said, what do you do? She said, well, um, we do all kinds of stuff, but probably a good place to start would be with this thing called the bars. And I'm like, what is that? Because I've done all kinds of weird stuff. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, you just lie down on the table and I'll put my hands on your head. And there's these 32 different points on the head. And when you hold them, they dissipate all your, like all your stuck stuff. And I'm like, okay, fine. What do I have to lose? So I make is this like is this like an acupuncture vibe nope. or like no okay nope this is something that my business partner the the founder of Access channeled over thirty years ago. It's and, called the bars. Yep, Access Consciousness bars. Okay. And it is its own thing, and we've done studies and found that it changes brain waves, um, increases coherence but also diminishes depression, anxiety, and stress by an average of 87% mm. with one session. So, so I, I have this girl agree to do this on me. I lay down on my own chiropractic table, which I hate, lying in my office, which I hate, looking around at everything that I hate, because if you've ever been to that place in your life, you know you pretty much hate everything you're a part of. And um, she puts her hands on my head. And there was this energy that became available it felt like it was just flowing through every cell of my body slowly and it was like liquid light love peace and a sense that everything was okay and i was like whoa okay so she moves her hands to a different place and there starts to be this little giggle in my body and i start giggling like a little kid and she's moving her hands to all these different places the session took about an hour and 15 minutes and i'm like <laughs> Oh goodness, you know, this is somebody I've never met before. I have no idea what the heck she's doing, but I got up off the table after an hour and 15 minutes. I had gone into it depressed and suicidal and angry, and I came out of it grateful to be alive. And I remember looking up at the clouds and the sky, thinking to myself, has it always been this beautiful here? And if it feels like this to be alive, I'm in. I don't want to die anymore. And I truly never contemplated killing myself again. Wow, that's magical. So then when did it become an idea to partner with her? Uh, about, well, what happened was after we would trade, I would do chiropractic, she would do bars, and we did this mm -hmm. week after week after week. And she would give me tools each time to use when something came up, like when the universe wanted to cave in in my head again. And these things worked so well. 
I remember one time after about four sessions, I asked her, where did this come from? And she said, oh, my stepdad developed it. I went, <laughs> what? You mean you're related to the guy that created this stuff? I want to meet him. And she's like, okay, I'll tell him. Well, he ended up calling. He lived in Santa Barbara. He ended up calling uh, for a session in my office uh, a few weeks after that. And we had one session together and we just hit it off. We became the best of friends within weeks. And within about two months, I was doing access instead of chiropractic because it was creating the miracles that I had gotten into chiropractic to create. I was actually seeing it happen now. Wow. So when, so is this something we can do in ourselves or is this something that we have to like in-person experience? Uh, yes. <laughs> well, there okay. are, I was like, like, that was, there were like, two uh, options there, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, excuse me? Um, there are so many things that we can do on ourselves. And then there are certain things that require or work better with somebody else doing it for you. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of tools that you can use in the trenches of life to make things easier. And, you know, for me, I, I want to go around the world giving people tools because it's one of the things that I was missing. I had the desire to change, but I didn't have the tools that would actually do it. So mm -hmm. it's, it's both. And then there's certain things, you know, you can change a lot on your own and a lot using the tools, but there's certain things that really help to have a facilitator for because they don't have the same fixed points of view about you that you have and they can help you go beyond those. Yeah. They have like a wider scope of what you're not seeing. Yeah. So, and one of your core messages is that like the answers are already inside you and that we have all the possibilities to get unstuck. So, which I a hundred percent believe. So what kind of process would you walk someone through that came to you and was like, I'm fucking stuck. What do I do? Uh, I'm fucking stuck. What do I do? First yes. thing I would ask them is, um, it's based on the awareness. One of the, one of the things that can be so helpful for all of us and anybody listening, if you just get this out of the podcast, it's been worth the listening, um, which is that 98% of our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions, our stuck, our judgment, our yuck is not actually ours. Mm -hmm. So, and the weird thing about it is if it's not yours, you can't do anything about it other than acknowledge it's not yours and get rid of it that way. And that would be the first place I start. I use that in probably 99% of the sessions that I do and in 100% of the classes I deliver. And so what I would say to them is I'd, I'd have them get the energy of it and I'd go, okay, because we all know that energy, you know? And yeah. what I would say is, so truth, is it yours? At which point they would usually look at me like, what? Let just, and I'll say, just go with me. Truth, is it yours? And 99% of the time they go, oh my God, no. And so all you've got to do, there's, there's a bit more to it, but basically what you have to do is you ask this question, who does this belong to? Or is this mine? And mm -hmm. if what you're experiencing lightens up at all, it's not yours. Because what's true for you always makes you lighter. A lie makes you heavier. And carrying around somebody else's stuff makes you doubly heavier because it's not yours and you're buying it as yours. So you ask, who does this belong to? If it lightens up at all, it's not yours. Just return to sender with consciousness attached. You may not even know them. It may not even be in present time that this thing is going on. You could have bought it as yours a long time ago if you lived around a particular energy, for example. You know, it's like kids tend to have a lot of similar characteristics to their parents. And a lot of that is because they bought their parents' energies, if you will, their points of view about reality as theirs. And so you go, who does this belong to? Is this mine? If it lightens up at all, 
It's not yours. Just return to sender with consciousness attached. And that would be where I would start. Ooh, okay. I love that. Can it even be like a past life situation? Absolutely. Okay. And yet for most of the stuff that we're, see, we have a different way of going and addressing past lives. And most of it, part of the beauty of access is most of it can actually be accessed from this life because this is where the this is where the um, the manifestation of it is showing up. Right. And so, but we have this thing called a clearing statement that goes back to the point of creation of wherever it started, whether it was last week when you were a kid or a hundred billion years ago in some other lifetime, it doesn't matter. Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life, that you're super intentional, and that means you would love my jewelry brand, Prism. And no, it's not that hippy-dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz, and every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant, and I get so many compliments on it. It's called the Sunray Necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows, and we have an entire fifth dimension 5D consciousness collection if you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of The Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself. Get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes, a discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. So once we kind of bring ourselves back to oneness, start being able to release or at, need, or at least acknowledge that we need to release, you know, what's not, what's not ours. How do we, what's the first step in taking action to create the reality that you want? Asking questions, mm-hmm. number one, it is the biggest thing and the thing that most people don't don't do. And they because what we've been taught in the world we live in, and and look at it, especially the people that that have a spiritual awareness, they tend to be the more sensitive people, the more energetically aware people, the people that are airy fairy is what they're called. And so, especially with people like that, like us, what happens is we're taught that we need to be more concrete. You need to be more grounded, you know, all this sort of stuff. And so what we learn to do is we learn to take the magic that is our energetic world and compress it into a solid world so we can be more normal. The Mm -hmm. biggest thing we do to kill ourselves. And so as part of that, we learn to take everything that we're aware of and make it a conclusion, make it solid enough so somebody else can't take it away or make us wrong and then justify whatever that is. 
And so asking questions always opens up another doorway of possibilities. And some great questions you can ask are, we already mentioned who does this belong to, which is also a question. Um, but another great one is, how does it get any better than this? Which is a way of inviting the universe to show you what's even better than what you just got and allows a change. It, it changes a bad situation into a better situation. It changes a good situation into an even greater situation. Mm -hmm. If you ask, whenever something good or bad happens, how does it get any better than this? Another great question is, what's right about this I'm not getting about any situation? Or what's right about me I'm not getting? When you start to function from that point of view, rather than looking at yourself and the things you choose as a wrongness, you start to see that there is a gift in it, there is a rightness in it. And then as far as specifically creating your life, for me, I ask if I were truly creating my life and my reality and my future today, what would I choose right away? And what that does, it has the effect of, because there's so many things buying for our attention, buying for our energy, buying for our time. What it does, it has the effect of cutting out a lot of the clutter and you go, hey, if I were truly creating what's really true for me, but for me, me is more like we. In other words, I'm not just doing it for me from a selfish place. I'm doing it functioning from what I call the kingdom of we, which is where everyone is included, everyone is involved, and it's about creating a greater future for all of us. But when you ask, if I were truly creating my life, my reality, my future today, what would I choose right away? It highlights the things energetically. You just get a sense of, oh, I got to do this. I got to send this email. I got to call this person. And it gives you a sense of what would I do if I were creating my life, not just suffering my life. Mm, that's so true. It's like our, it's, it's almost like tapping into your creativity and your big vision versus like running your life by your to-do list. Yes, exactly. And I love how you focus on what's right. Cause I feel like what puts everyone into a spiral is the guilt and shame and like, why aren't I there yet? And what's wrong with me? And like, that's, it's like those thoughts that are keeping you from where you want to be. So it's like, when you focus on what's right, you manifest more of what feels right and what feels good. Yes. And that. That, and that awareness of if it's light, it's true for you. It's mm -hmm. such a, it's a simple sentence, but it's so big. If we would use that as the litmus test for what we chose. In other words, I chose to go on a date with this person. It wasn't light at all. Rather than make you wrong because it wasn't light, just realize it wasn't in line with your reality. It wasn't really what was true about what would work for you. And we can use that to guide our lives because the more you choose what's light, the lighter your life gets. Mm. I love that. And it's actually just funny because lightness is like my word of the year. So I'm here for it. <laughs> awesome. So, so good. Okay. So with the craziness of the world right now, and we feel like, you know, we, we kind of are globally experiencing something and it's kind of hard to stay in that oneness. So how can we kind of keep ourselves centered when things around us seem like scary or like we're out of control? Well, that there's many answers to that question, but the first that we have to be willing to embrace, and I have talked to, I mean, I'm doing a program right now with 5,000 people on it. And one of the things I have brought up over and over and over again is, is this yours? Or are you just really aware of the trauma and drama in the world right now? And people are actually starting to get it after we've been together for 14 days right now. 
And so to hear it first is usually brushed off. Second, third, fourth time is usually brushed off. And then finally people start going, wait a minute. Okay, because we're so aware we're like big psychic radio receivers picking up on other people's thoughts, their feelings, their emotions, their judgments, but especially their suffering. Because most of the people that are interested in spiritual, a spiritual world, or as I would call it, a conscious world, because spiritual has lots of points of view, um, but that are interested in a conscious or spiritual world are people who are actually the healer types of the world who want to end the pain and suffering for the world. And the way that we've, the only way that we've learned that we can possibly do this is by taking away other people's pain and suffering, using our empathic abilities to take stuff away. But then we're weighed down with what we just took away. How's that making the world greater? And mm -hmm. so we've got to get that we are highly aware of the people who are suffering and the people that are choosing trauma and drama. And I say again, choosing trauma and drama. The trauma and drama is a choice and you can be fully present with what's going on without having to go down the rabbit hole of trauma, drama, and suffering. And, you know, it's like with the people that I'm in connection with, cause I'm in connection with once again, thousands of people and interacting with them a lot and they're weathering the storm quite beautifully. And people yeah. are looking at them and going, why are you so happy? And it's like, well, because, happiness is a choice I have. Why would I choose unhappy if I can choose happy? But you're not being serious enough. Uh, why do I have to be unhappy to be in the same cesspool with everybody else? How is that helping anybody? Mm -hmm. And this is, this is one of the big, the one of the big bugaboos, because even bringing that up for so many people, they're like, you can't be happy right now. The world is suffering. I'm like, actually, if you look at it, the planet is doing the opposite of suffering. We have, we have clear, clear skies over China for the first time ever. A friend yeah. just texted me and said, oh my God, the smog is gone in LA. I mean, we press reset for a few weeks and the earth is already returning to what it naturally is. Mm -hmm. um, have we checked out the earth? You know, have, we, have we looked at, hey earth, what's going on for you? Maybe this is what the earth was asking for and we found a way to give it to it. So uh, it's a different perspective that we yes. have to function from. Yes, I 100% agree. And it's like, if people, it's like, if everyone falls into that trap of darkness, like we're just going to get darker. And I always, there's like that old analogy too. It's like, if your friend is like throwing up over the boat because they're seasick, you don't help them by throwing up over the boat with them. You help them exactly. by like being the light for them and helping them. So, and I totally agree. Like some people want to make you feel bad for being happy right now. And it's like, no, like, some people's job right now, literally, especially anyone that has more like spiritual um, calling or healer abilities, like, no, it's my job to be fucking happy. You're welcome. Like, I'm here to help you. Exactly. Uh, I love it. Okay. And, and you also like mentioned that it like really is a great time to step up and be a leader and be the light right now. So how, what can we kind of do for like, okay, I'm, I, I do feel called to step up as a leader. I do feel called to step up and be in the light right now. Where can we go? How can we do that? Well, so there's that question also, you know, there's so much, there's so much to that because it's different for each of us. But I would say the first thing is to, it, it, you know, if you're going to call yourself a light worker, you ought to be light. Mm -hmm. That's first. Okay. In yeah. other words, stop buying the trauma and drama. 
Yeah, there's and, a lot of like spiritual anger going on out there and like blaming and like, I'm like, okay, this is not what it's about. We're not here to blame. We're not here to get angry. Like that's not, we're not, that's not doing the job right. Yes, exactly. And that's why, you know, when I made the comment before, I would not say that, you know, I'm spiritual. I would say I'm more about being conscious because yeah. consciousness includes everyone and everything and judges no one and nothing. So there is no right and no wrong in consciousness. And a lot of people have taken spirituality and made it a new religion, you know, and it's like, my color light is better than your sword. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, no, people, that's the same shit that we've done over and over and over again. Yeah. Let's do something different. Let's, let's be the greatness that we have the capacity to be. And let's be the adults of consciousness and possibility that we have the capacity to be and stop pretending that we're errant little school children who... <laughs> don't have a different choice available, you know? Yeah. So, so if we look at that, first thing is to acknowledge that that is you. You have this capacity to be a leader in the possibilities. And if that's going to be the case, the first thing you need to do is get over buying the drama routine. And when you do buy it, and let's face it, we're all aware of it. We're all going to go down the rabbit hole at some point a little bit maybe a lot, but we can pull ourselves back out. And we're not really even going down the rabbit hole. We're just aware of how many people are going down the rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. but, <clears throat> so one tool that can help is if, if we look and go, okay, so if I were truly being a leader here, what would I choose? And what would I choose differently than what I've been choosing? And in so doing, what we do is by asking that question, we open up the door to our awareness of the leader that we can be. Because the way you do it is going to be different than the way I do it, which is going to be different than the way anybody else does it. But asking that question starts to give us an awareness of, okay, if I'm truly being the leader, if this is something I say I truly desire, what does that, what is that like for me? And mm -hmm. what would I have to choose in order to be that? And mm -hmm. uh, another tool that can really help is, see, we basically have a choice in life. We can align and agree with something, which is the positive polarity, which we go, oh yeah, that's real and true. Or we can resist and react, which is the negative polarity, where we go, no, that's not real, that's not true, uh-uh. Or those are two choices. The third choice, which actually works, which creates more consciousness, is to be an allowance. An allowance is where everything can exist and nothing is judged, where you have no point of view about it other than it's just an interesting point of view. And a way of using that. So if everybody out there can take some upset they've got in their world that hasn't gone away yet, that's been there for the last, I don't know, a few days to a few weeks, and just get the energy of it. And then just say to it, interesting point of view, I have this point of view. So, okay. So simple, but so effective. <laughs> right? That's yeah. what I'm all about. Simple and effective. Mm -hmm. I don't have enough brain power to do complex. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Okay. So now get whatever energy, usually it changes. Now, whatever energy is left, go interesting point of view. I have this point of view. And again, it'll change. And then interesting point of view. I have this point of view. Interesting point of view. I have this point of view. Interesting point of view. I have this point of view. And interestingly, most people, when they do that between three and 10 times, the point of view vanishes, like the energy just dissipates because it's our fixed point of view of positive or negative about it, right or wrong, good or bad about it, that sticks it in place. 
if we could have everything be an interesting point of view, we wouldn't have to get stuck by anything. So mm. when you hear people talk about what's going on in the world, when you hear people do their trauma and drama, in your head, just quietly say, interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view, they have this point of view. An interesting point of view, I have this point of view, that they have this point of view. And I love you that. walk around free. And it's like, because what we resist persists. So if you're like, I can't think this way, or I shouldn't think this way, or how do I stop these thoughts? I'm wrong for thinking this. They're wrong for thinking this. It just gets stronger. Yep, exactly. And Love it. And this is a way of offloading it really simply. And also, it's a kindness to us. You know, and, that, and that's the other thing I would say to people that are looking to truly be leaders during this time or any time is actually be kind to you. Choose mm -hmm. that which is a kindness to you. Choose that which brings you happiness. Choose that which brings you joy. Choose that which brings you more ease. And do it even if you're the only one who's willing to do it and choose it and live that way. Because there will be people who desire it and they'll be inspired by you having it. Everybody else doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I love that. So you actually created a free little training around this as well. Tell us about that. Yes. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> well, these tools have been, been such a gift for me personally that what I wanted to do was gift them to people so they can check this out and see if it works for them. Because I, I have been through, I have been through so many things in the last 20 years since I've been using these tools and, and being part of co-creating this movement in the world. And, and I have been through so many things that other people would have felt like they were destroyed by it would have taken them months to get happy again. And for me, it's it so many times it's literally, it doesn't create any, any, like, I don't go off course at all. And that's not to say I'm happy all the time or, you know, my life is perfect. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is using these tools has, has allowed me to weather um, the storms called this reality really dynamically and really easily. So I just wanted to make them available to people. So there's all these different videos with all these different tools that you can use to change things right now, um, including that thing called the clearing statement that I talked about before, which is a little long to explain, but it goes back to the point of creation of wherever you created the pile of crap you're currently living with and invite it to dissolve. And, um, you know, there are tools in there, like who does this belong to interesting point of view, but then there are several other things that are on there that are, that are sort of more addressing specific things people go through right now. Okay. I love that. And we're going to link you guys to that, but it's also on your website, which is drdanehere.com. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll link you, we will link you guys to that. So before we move on to our next segment, I have to ask, what is the Pollyanna Glad game? The Pollyanna Glad game. I love it. <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen Pollyanna? No. Oh, well, Pollyanna is like this optimistic creature of magnitude. And one of the things she played was the Glad game. And the glad game is basically about what you're glad for, what you're grateful for. And during the glad game, you can't bring up anything that's wrong, anything that's bad. And it's really this way of, because a lot of people look at Pollyanna and go, well, Pollyanna, she had her head in the clouds. In actuality, 
Pollyanna was this completely happy creature because she was totally present with what was, but didn't buy the trauma and drama that other people saw as necessary. Okay. And it's, and so this is about you being able to be happy even in current times, but not from what most people think. It, you know, if you, if you talk to somebody in this reality doing the quarantine drama, they will tell you that if you're happy, you're crazy. You just don't really understand what's going on. Yeah. And I look at them and I go, no, I am fully aware of what's really going on. In fact, probably more than you will ever want to be. And guess what? I'm happy anyway. Yeah. And that is, is a different ability to choose. Mm, so how do you play the game? And wait, I just looked up Pollyanna and it's very like Little House on the Prairie vibes. <laughs> Yeah, totally Little House on the Prairie vibes. And what's funny is I don't even remember how to play the game. Can I tell okay. you? Okay. <laughs> we're going to have to look it up. We're going to have to look it up totally. and we're going to have to play it. Totally. I just, I remember the general vibe, you know, I'm like, and I just, and what was funny was I said that to somebody that I work with, you know, like the Pollyanna Glad game. And they went, yeah. And then they communicated it to you. And I was like, I don't remember specifically saying that, but okay. Okay. Energy, Works okay. For me. Well, I'm going to have to look it up and then I will talk about it on Instagram and tag you and we can Perfect. play. <laughs> Deal. Oh, yeah. So funny. Okay. So let's move on to manic moments and manifesting where we talk about our last meltdown and the last thing we manifested. And I can go first. Yesterday, I was feeling a little trapped. It was very cold. It was snowing. And I was just having a moment. I was looking at, you know, pictures of Malibu and all of this, you know, these like past trips I'd been on. And I just really had like this little panic, like come over me. And I felt like, oh my gosh, like I literally couldn't go somewhere if I needed to, or if I wanted to, like, I mean, I technically could, but I shouldn't. Um, but, but what was good about it was it actually like opened up a conversation with me and my husband to kind of talk about our plans and like how we're feeling and what we're going to do after and how we're going to like start living our lives differently and start exploring more. Like we live a life where we can work from anywhere. We just need to like somehow figure out how to bring our dog with us. So we are going to drive to California. We're going to stay there for a month as soon as it's open. <laughs> and, um, and we're just going to be on the beaches. And what was interesting was that while we were having this conversation, a fucking giant seagull landed right at my window and was staring at me for like a full minute. And it was so creepy. And I looked up symbolism of seagulls and of course it means freedom and it gave me the Malibu beach vibes as well so the universe is telling us it's time to get out there to the beach when we can nice um and my manifestation is that since I really have yeah like stepped up into a leadership role in this time. I really do believe, and I did a whole podcast about as a light worker, like this is time to step up. This is time to really start, you know, healing yourself, healing other people. And that like, we've had our best month in business ever in March. So it's not time to roll over and hit pause. Like this is time to step it up. And, you know, we've been able to impact more people, support more people, help more people than ever. And I mean, I'm going to buy a Chanel purse too. So you Chanel. go, girl. You have a <laughs> Chanel purse. Right? What the heck? Uh -huh. Like, gotta, gotta raise the vibes. So, okay. Tell us about your last meltdown. Oh, my last meltdown. Here I was in Europe, uh, leaving each country 
right the day before they were closing it based on Corona. <laughs> and, um, and we had a, a certified facilitators class with people from around the world that were gonna, we were going to be in Rome. Well, we went to Budapest, uh, plan, moved it to Budapest about two weeks, right after, right as Rome closed down. We go to Budapest and two days before the class, we get the word that Hungary is no longer allowing meetings larger than 10 people. We had 500. That was not going to work. Um, so what we did was we flew back to Houston and did the class on Zoom from our living room. And it was friggin' awesome. Amazing. Hey, you just like, yeah, I mean, you just got to pivot sometimes. And yep. when, you're at, when, when you're at home, you've got like, I don't know, I just feel like you probably felt more comfortable and it was probably a little easier and you could kind of feel into yourself more. So it was probably good for them too. True story. It was actually wonderful. And the energetics of it, because the classes we do are so energetic, it actually created a different vibe with everybody that was part of the class. It's like I could feel it across the earth in some very new and interesting way, which was really wonderful. Mm, see, I love that. And you didn't give up. You just did it anyways. You didn't lose your shit. And you're like, okay, we're just going to do it this way. And it worked out. True story. Amazing. What is your most recent or most exciting manifestation? Uh, <laughs> a piece of property. It's 159 acres and it's about an hour and a half outside of Houston. And um, being on this property is like walking upon the lushness of earth itself. It is, it's rolling hills. It's stunningly beautiful. And it is just like peace incarnate. And oh. uh, what a gift. Oh my gosh. Have you moved in? No, it's actually okay. going to be available for, you know, weekends and sometimes seminars and that sort of thing. Oh, and, um, yeah. So I'm staying at my house in Houston. I love my house. Although as much, I used to say as much as I travel, it's more like a closet and a place to park my car. But now I don't have to say that because I don't get to travel just yet. Yeah, it's really is a house. And hey, the for people that travel all the time, like, ain't no like problem with this isolation. I'm like kind of happy True to be story. home, to be honest. <laughs> True story, me too. Yes. Okay. Well, this has been so amazing. Thank you so much for sharing all the consciousness hacks and tips. Everyone is going to go grab your free training and we're going to link you guys to it. Where else can we find you online? Oh my goodness. Well, you can do, uh, obviously Facebook, uh, Dane here or Dr. Dane here on YouTube. I've got almost 400 videos at this point on Instagram, of course. And Twitter is the only one I don't really get around to very much. So, yeah. yeah. Twitter vibes are kind of, I, yeah, I they like have Twitter been vibes for a few years. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's not as light. They're not as conscious on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, apparently not. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right, you guys, everyone go check out Dane here. We're going to link you to everything in the show notes. Have the best day and we'll catch you guys next week. Bye guys. 
Thank you so much for listening. Remember, karma's real. So if you love this episode, go leave a comment, rate us five stars, and subscribe. And you're going to manifest a mini heart chakra upgrade because you've got to give if you want to receive. Also, make sure to follow me on Instagram at chakragirlco and shoot me a DM. I'm here to chat. Also, you can find more info on this episode at chakragirlco.com. That's where you're going to access the show notes. And while you're on my website, check out the newest online hotspot, the Chakra Girl Glam and Grounded membership. We would love to help you activate those chakras, babe. So step into that chic life and join us in the Glam and Grounded membership. Love you, mean it. See you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening.